I know. I gotta tell you. What? I couldn't tell you my butt looked like and my life depended on okay. it. Hey everyone, welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. Are you laughing because I got it right? Meredith. Or because I have my podcast voice? Podcast voice. It'll go away, don't worry. We're your best friends on the internet. Today's episode is all about the small changes we're making or trying to make and the big impact they can potentially have. I mean, for me, emphasis on trying to make. So let's just keep it real. Very much. (laughs) Okay. Outside of the podcast, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok. We are at Megan and Wendy. Hey, Megan's got a video blowing up on TikTok. We talked about it last week. Okay, but let me give you a small little update. My daughter shows me... Her friend of another friend reposted our video. Teenagers, Gen Z reposting like, our video like, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. So I don't know where it they got like, it from. And somebody's like, look, your mom's famous. I was like, "Not that's not my dog. <laughs> hey, have you joined our Patreon yet? Just $5 a month. You can get some kind of unfiltered Megan and Wendy. We call these episodes What's Good this month. We're doing something called What's Bad. <laughs> Petty Complaint Department. You guys don't want to miss it. $5. Visit patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. I'll leave a link in our show notes too. Yeah. You can also email us Megan and Wendy at gmail.com or you can contact us on Instagram via DM. And I have a DM I would like to share with you, Wendy. Yes, ma'am. It is in regards to last week's episode all about drugstore skincare. Mm Mm-hmm. And Wendy shared her skincare woes that in the morning her skincare will pill underneath her makeup. And listener Michelle says, Wendy, your foundation may be pilling for several reasons. Number one, too much serum slash vitamin C. You only need the size of a pea, literally. Okay, that could be a problem. Sure. Number two, serums need to soak in and dry before applying foundation or moisturizer. Can I use a blow dryer on my face? I don't know the answer to that. A fan? Maybe a fan. Okay. If you're using an exfoliant-based serum, it's supposed to take off dead layers, so you may prefer to use it at night once you've washed your face. Okay, no, that's not (laughs) once you've washed your face. Okay. And number four, it may not be the serum. Many sunscreens cause foundation pilling. Again, smaller amounts and let it dry completely before the next layer. Yeah. I think the really annoying thing about skincare and makeup is that it is a lot of trial and error, and Mm -hmm. some products don't play well with other products and will pill if you've got an oil-based and a water-based or they'll separate so i think it may be a matter of trial and error she sent a follow-up this morning where she said during her skincare routine sometimes she'll do a serum and then brush her teeth and then do a moisturizer and then go make coffee what i didn't point out to her is we're gonna lose you if you take those breaks perhaps the problem is it's like i only have so much time Mm -hmm. like getting ready Mm -hmm. if i had like a 90 minutes. Sure. I would take my time and do all, do my new face and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't have that time. And when I'm trying to get out the door and my face is crumbling. Makes you angry. I get angry. Yes. We are still going to get together and like go through all my stuff. I can't wait. I was so mad we didn't do it last week. I really want, we're going to do it. I want to come over this week and do it. Okay. I think that we can make that work. Tell me when. Okay. Okay. She says, if you tap your face and feel sticky or dewy, wait, it's not the time for the next layer. And Michelle is a former esthetician, so she knows of which she speaks. Mm -hmm. She's still a currently licensed esthetician, just not practicing. Yes. Moving on. Instagram gotcha. Oh my gosh. Do you ever get served ads from Maylie's? I don't know what this is. No? No. You have no idea? No. Okay. Is it a vitamin? No. It's a a topical lotion you put on... And I, 
I'm using their words, your bat wings Oh, right here. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I got suckered in because I'm very self-conscious about my bare arms. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to buy it. And I did. I put it on. It says it has a warming sensation. My arms were on fire. Oh, like applying a a lip plumper to the back of your arm. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like at one point, like I used a towel and then tried to wipe it off. And I'm like, did I over apply? Like, you know, it's like, it was expecting miracles in the one time use. Sure. <laughs> but Is it supposed to tighten things up? I guess. I don't know. I just buy these things because I'm so easily influenced. And did you notice a visual change or were you too busy trying to douse the flames? <laughs> I was trying to douse the flames. I did use it a different day after and I used less product which seemed to help okay but I didn't just buy like the arm the arm one I bought (laughs) the booty one I haven't used that yet who cares what your butt who's seeing your butt nobody but I want to feel good about myself and so I look I I gotta tell you what I couldn't tell you my butt looked like my life depended on it okay But here is the thing. Like, I know people are like, body positivity. Like, I don't feel great about myself. So I, if I'm going to buy the things or do the whatever, Uh uh I'm going to do it. I know. Did you burn your butt off? I haven't used it yet because I read it and it said like, you may experience a warming sensation. And I was like, oh shit, it's the same stuff. It's just in a container. Suggestion. Yeah. We know that you're a lazy lotioner. Yeah. Had you moisturized your skin prior to using this? No, but that's a good idea. Yeah, because now you're dealing with dry winter skin (laughs) and putting the equivalent of a liquid bee sting on it. Yeah, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Okay, I'll try that next time. Okay. But yeah, I'm sorry. I just, yeah, it's called Maylie's. I just, B-Flex, that's what it's called. I get served so many Instagram ads. Like every fourth Instagram ad is me. They're like, this chick couldn't pick her own butt out of a lineup. We're not going to serve this. <laughs> Literally, I have no idea what it looks like. Really? I'm shocked. <laughs> it's so Some things funny. I don't want to know. What do you get served in your Instagram? Because that just tells us what we're consuming. I'm obviously right. looking That's at, a like, good question. I get served pretty much every Old Navy ad ever to oh. exist. Yeah. Okay, here's one. I, I get this one all the time. Beauty pie. It's for under eye. Under eye dark circles. Oh. Yep. All that's your number. Yeah, they do. 21 day double chin challenge. <laughs> okay, this one is lymphatic massage leggings. <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell you, these brands are like, who was your ideal customer? They have you dialed in so tightly on their ad. What is that? This is Maylie's Cosmetics. Oh, this is for uh, inner, inner eye, inner thighs. Inner thighs. Well, I got to tell you, where I do not want to put a product that burns is on my inner thighs. <laughs> Crepe erase. <laughs> do you see why I feel bad about myself? Yes. <laughs> okay. I have to tell you, I'm in a rut with television. Oh, it's kind of slow right now. I just don't feel any interest in like watching a new show. I have a bunch of shows that I've started and I'm like, I don't really feel compelled to watch another episode of this show. Mm-hmm. So the other day I went and started episode one of The West Wing and I, I've i watched that series start to finish all seven seasons twice, including doing a rewatch wa- listening to the West Wing weekly podcast where they recap every mm-hmm. episode. And I was watching and I was like, this show is so good. Like every episode, this show is so good. And then my husband comes down and I'm like, this is the great. He's like, I know we've watched it. I'm like, this is the greatest show. And then at the end I was like, Oh, the next episode's going to be a proportional response. And I just, you knew what was coming next. That's like me with 902 and It's just yeah. a great. 
So do you think you turn to that because it just makes you feel comfortable, like at ease? I'm sure that's a part of it. Easy watching. I find it entertaining. Like I find it, the writing is so quick. Mm -hmm. It is watching in a 2023 lens. It does have some problematic issues. A lot of times I don't want to do a rewatch. Like I don't want to go back to Gilmore Girls or back to the West Wing because I'm like, there's so much TV. I feel like I certainly can't get through it all. But I feel like I should be using that time to move through something new. Yeah, I hear you. But why? I hear it's you. It's just entertainment. Let me be entertained by... Yeah. No, it's fine. That's tough. So you didn't finish Ginny and Georgia? Oh, no. I watched one episode. It was good. I liked it. It is good. It's a hard watch, especially it... because... Which one's the kid? Ginny. <laughs> She's going through some hard stuff. Yeah. That's a hard, that's a hard watch as a parent. It... For sure, especially a parent of teens. Yeah, and sometimes that's not that's not what I want. It's from not my, good for your not good for my brain. Your mental it's health. It's a hard watch. I enjoyed it. Entertainment as it could be. I'm watching Kaleidoscope, which is like a heist yeah, series on Netflix. You can watch it in any order. order. I don't watch it. It's 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 also entertaining, but I'm like, it's hmm. good. I feel about everything. That's how our pop culture club is going to be next next month. <laughs> a recap of season one of The West Wing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My top five episodes. Exactly. Uh, I see here you have a note that you went and bought some new skincare. So you must have broken your January no spend. I did. I bought some new skincare. I just fell deep into the Target skincare review mm. world. Mm-hmm. And I've had some skincare issues lately. And so I read a bunch of reviews and I uh, bought my first Versed products. Did you? I bought a couple of them. What'd you get? I bought their Just Breathe Clarifying Serum. Mm-hmm. My skin's been a little congested. And I also bought their Dew Point Moisturizing Gel Cream. Now, I think with serums, is a long game. I would not, I don't want to, so far so good, but mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything. It's only been a few days. Yeah. But I think a moisturizer, you know right away if you like the moisturizer. And I do, I have oily skin. And I find that this does a really great job of keeping the oiliness at bay. Mm-hmm. I do layer it with my snail mucin, so I get that moisture barrier buildup, which I need because my skin is easily irritated, and they play well together. It's only a daytime moisturizer for me. I still use something heavier overnight because I'm not trying to like make my makeup stick. Yeah. It's okay if I've got a little bit of a, a glow, mm-hmm. a dew happening. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then I bought a cleanser from La Roche-Posay. The blue one? The blue one. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. It looks like Windex in a bottle. It does look like Windex in a bottle. Yeah. That's fun. I'm excited. I'm telling you, I love those Versed products. Mm -hmm. They excite me. Next up, I'm going to get their cleansing balm. That's next on my list. A cleansing balm? I didn't didn't know they had one. Mm -hmm. The Versed cleansing balm is called Day Dissolve Cleansing Mm. Balm. Nice. I'm still working my way through pharmacy balm. And oh, yeah. You got so many of those. I love them, you know, but I, it takes me forever to get through them because I only wash my face once or twice a week. So, you know. How's that going since last week? You did wash it that night. I did. And I slugged the other night, oh, too. Oh, did you? And my how whole, did you like that? Not my full face. Because I saw that video you shared that, like, slugging your whole face is so last year. <laughs> and now it's just eyes. Mm-hmm. So I slugged around the eyes. I, I felt good the next day, but then, like. You know, 
I'm just a novice. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I, I want to look like I have a filter on my eyes and it never looks like that. Well, that's because skincare is not a one and done situation. Well, no, I am. I don't even want to get into it. Like I, what do you mean one and done? Like, oh, you can only do it one night, <laughs> Wendy, or you mean, mean like you one mean, product? No, I mean, your skin is constantly turning over. So you need to do it regularly in order to see regular results. Yes, I know. My just my oh, tune in to our Patreon episode. I hear you. you. Can hear me complain about. I had life a full blown general. meltdown yesterday, so I oh, so hear I. you about feeling overwhelmed. Please subscribe to our Patreon because we're gonna get into it. Yeah, we are. Okay, what here. the heck is a cashew body type, dude? Is I, it this? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You know what a cashew looks like? It's like curved. Yeah, right? I've I have heard the term croissant. Also, I've. Right. I was listening to a radio station the other day and and the host, they were making jokes, but he said something about like he's out golfing and all the people that are golfing are like cashew body types. And it was like, bring. <laughs> that's what I have. I am curling onto myself. You know what yes. I mean? <laughs> yes. As am I. I'm trying to sit up straight right now. And even like I, the ca- the middle of a cashew is kind of round. <laughs> Do you see? I do. I do. I'm like, oh my God, that's what I am. And that's all I can think of now. That is all I can think of that people see me and like a walking cashew. Oh no. I know. I know. It's a real visual guys. Well, sometimes I'll be working and I'll realize that I have fully hunched into myself like an armadillo. Like yes. I have no neck. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. And if you can see the visual right now, and then I have to like sit up and roll my shoulders back. And I, oof. I know. So I, it's just another thing I need to put on my list of like, because I'm sure people are like, Wendy, just lay on a foam roller and stretch your back. Yes, I know all these things. I'm great at ideas, terrible at execution. So this episode is all about small changes, big impact. (laughs) And I wonder if we should put an alarm in our phones for like twice a day, two minutes a day, where we force ourselves to sit up, roll our shoulders back, engage our core, Mm -hmm. kind of like your watch yells at you to stand up every now and Mm -hmm. then. I need that reminder. Yeah. Sit up. Me too. Can it be a picture of a cashew? Can that come up on my phone? Like, oh, that's it. Or a really terrible picture of me, like from the side, you know, looking like an armadillo. And then I'll be like, that's it. It's time to sit up. I need to shame myself into armadillo time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break and come right back to talk about good intentions. <laughs> wanted to talk about how in your life, small changes can have big impact. And as Wendy said up top, we are by no means experts. This is a really a to-do list for ourselves, a reminder to myself. Completely agree. Please do not think that I am great at executing these things with any sort of regularity. Mm -mm. But maybe if I tell myself how great the impact is, right? I will be more likely to do the thing. Well, and on top of it too, like... Sometimes at the end of the day, I go, oh, I feel like a huge failure. I didn't do anything. But if I maybe went through this list that I'm going to share with you, I'm like, hey, look at I did that and I did that. And these are having like, these will have an impact on me. So mm-hmm. I'm not completely a failure. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Well, first of all, you were not even partially a failure. I understand the feeling. I understand the feeling of getting to the end of the day 
and not feeling like it was enough. I do understand that feeling. And I know what works for you. Like you like make your big list. And when you check all those things off, you feel like accomplished during the day. I do. Right. Like that doesn't work for me. So I got to like figure something else out. Yeah. It it may even just be like a mental, like sometimes I'll do this like at the end of the night, like I'll in my notes app, like what did you do today? And then I'll go through it and go, okay, okay. Yes. You're not the loser you think you are. A to-do list in reverse. Basically. Basically. Or sometimes if I'm having that kind of day, I text you. I'm like, look at what I did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that that was like a cry for help when you it's did It's not that. a cry for help. Okay. It's like I'm celebrating myself. Oh, okay. Good, 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 good. Like, I'm proud of myself. I'm usually calling you for a cry for help. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Okay, okay. Tell me a small change you tried to make. It's going to be grocery shopping. Now, I know my husband is listening to this and he is... <laughs> LOLing as he's walking the dogs because the complaint is we never have food in the house and we never have dinner and we never have anything. Uh Right. But I will say that the last two weeks, instead of just blindly grocery shopping, like grabbing the things that I think we need, I have gone in with a list and stuck to the list for the most part, but really going in with like, these are the dinners that I'm going to make this Mm -hmm. week and like kept it simple, stupid, you know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Like just real easy. So knowing that I have dinner in the refrigerator and the impact for me is that I don't run into decision fatigue at the end of the day, like, because it's windy, what are we having for dinner? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's not a panic decision of like, we don't have anything, so let's DoorDash something or order pizza or whatever. Which is another decision that needs to be made. What are we going to order? Exactly. So it just is like, it's so helpful. I fully agree with that. I have that on my list as well. I fully co-sign on meal planning. And I, I've talked about this a lot, but meal planning doesn't mean that you're making every meal from right. scratch. It doesn't right. mean you're planning for right. seven days of meals that I'm making from scratch. It means you're simply planning what you're going to eat. And if that means I'm ordering pizza on Friday and you have a plan yeah. for it, you've taken that weight off of your right. shoulders. Right. You already know I'm not going to cook that day and I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make this really easy pantry pasta for dinner tonight. Right. When I talk about meal planning, please know that we're real basic around here. Mm-hmm. I love a jarred pasta sauce and a frozen meatball. That's a real basic dinner around here. (laughs) Well, even having like things that, you know, because our nights are so crazy, like even having like cereal in our pantry and non-expired milk in the refrigerator Mm -hmm. is a big win in our house, Mm -hmm. you know, because like at the very minimum, we can eat cereal for dinner. Mm -hmm. So these are small wins. Yes. Shopping with a list. And for a lot of reasons, it's really helpful. And guys, I know this is not groundbreaking stuff, but this is like a struggle for me. Well, I've I but I've been to the store. I'll think I don't need a list, and then I get home, and I'm like, why did I not take one second and look in my pantry mm-hmm. for what we're missing? Because mm-hmm. I bought all of these things, but I didn't need an extra peanut butter. I didn't need an extra salad dressing, but we could have used a fruit. Yeah, that's my problem too. Is like I can't remember what we have on hand, and then I come home, and I'm just like, oh, we have four cartons of oat milk. And no yeah. coffee. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yes. Yes. So another one that I like to do is I pick out clothes for the next day or when I'm really on top of it, I've done it for a full week. That blows my mind. If I know I'm going to have a really busy week, now it's been a long time since I've done this, but it helps me in two different ways. One, 
When I do this, I'm far more likely to wear different things from my closet. When I get ready in the morning, I'm going to pick the jeans that I know I like, the sweatshirt that I know that I like, the stuff that's comfortable that I'm going to rewear every week because I know I like it. I know it fits. When I have the extra time at night because I'm not rushed before I'm going to bed, I might look through my clothes. I might make an outfit. I might find a way to wear something I haven't worn in a while because I have the extra time. And then I feel good because I'm varying my outfits. And when I get up in the morning, it's just sitting there waiting for me. Now, if I wake up and I don't want to wear it, I don't have to wear it. <laughs> right. But nine times out of 10, I want to wear it. I mean, that's good. And last night I did that and you're like, hey, dummy, you're in a sweatshirt and jeans. No. But I pulled out the sweatshirt and I pulled out the jeans and they were sitting there and I wasn't like, I got to find the jeans that are comfortable to sit in. Yeah. It was sitting there ready to go. Yeah. My daughter, more than my son, I try and encourage her to do this. And when she does, our mornings are so much easier. Because she's really particular about her clothes. Mm -hmm. And last night she was coming to me and she was like, well, what about this? And she really likes the process of getting dressed, but she doesn't like the process of getting dressed at 630. Yeah. So when I'm like, take take the five minutes, do it Yes. Yeah, especially my daughter wears a uniform, but she does put it all out at night. So Mm -hmm. it's not the morning she has to like scrounged and find a skirt and whatever right it helps the mornings go easier yes you don't have to figure out where you tossed your shoes when you came home from school on friday yeah totally i don't know if i could do that certainly not for a week for a day i could do it my husband does it for the full week when he comes home on well he switched to thursdays he stood on fridays and i asked him why he goes because i don't want to i don't want to have like a chore waiting for me on friday after Uh, work uh but on thursdays he puts out i say outfits it's a shirt and tie yeah but he pairs them together on a hanger and then if he has like a spirit day he'll pull whatever Mm -hmm. like the college shirt or the sports shirt and Mm -hmm. put them in the rotation because he's getting ready at six o'clock in the morning and then it's sitting there and he knows he's got a clean shirt and he's not trying to make a decision it's kind of smart. Like, I'm terrible about putting my laundry away. So I'm, like, digging through laundry baskets usually in the morning to yeah. find something to wear, looking for those comfortable jeans. So dig through them the night before. Yeah. And you wake uh, up and it's just sitting there. Yeah, maybe. Might. And much like meal planning, I'm not putting the other Pinterest-worthy outfits. I'm just putting on clothes that I can put on my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get the morning started. Yeah. That's good. That's good. The next thing I do is every time I get out of my car... Like when we get home from somewhere, look, guys, I've talked about it before. I'm in my car a lot. Mm-hmm. So things accumulate. Mm-hmm. Cups, trash, everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so what I try to do is like once I get home, I do a clean sweep. I like try to take – I don't do this every time because there's often many times we get in the car and my husband's like, do you ever clean your car out? Uh-huh. Because there's an empty Starbucks cup in mm-hmm. there or an empty water bottle or whatever. Mm-hmm. But – I feel so much better getting into a clean car, especially if I have to spend so much time in it Mm -hmm. because like I want to crawl out of my skin if my car is like dirty Mm -hmm. and I'm driving it around all day. So when I get home, I do the clean sweep. And to keep this easier, I leave, I bought a box of like those like little tiny trash bags. Yes. And they're in the garage and I just go and grab one and then I go back out to my car and throw all it. Mm-hmm. Shit away in there and then, like, dump it in the trash before I even go in the house. What if you just put that little bag in your center console? You don't want to do that? No, because like, my center console is small. Mine is too. And, like, you know, my 
or in the door, the pocket McDonald's of the door. McDonald's cup is not going to fit in there. And you know how much, you know how I love those toothbrush things. I just mean keep the like bags in there. Oh, so keep that, the bags. So you don't have to go. Oh, smart idea. To the garage. So like when you pull in the driveway or when you're sitting in the pickup line, you're just like tossing things oh, in the Oh, that's a bag. good idea. So you're saving yourself I a step. I may put those like in the glove compartment or something. Yeah. Just I so you love can that idea. Just cut out the extra step. That is a great idea. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I really love to reset my kitchen and living room at night. Mm -hmm. We're sitting in my house right now. I have a open floor plan. I say that in quotation marks. So you can see everything. When you come downstairs, you're in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And if you're in my living room or if you're in my kitchen or if you're in my dining room, it's all one room. Mm -hmm. And I like it for a couple of reasons. One, mentally, it feels really good to walk down the stairs to a clean room. In the morning? Yes. Yeah. It also... I don't wake up to chores. Now, do I need to have a clean kitchen counter before I can go about my day? No. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to walk through this room 800 times during the day, do I want a clean kitchen counter? Do I want the pillows returned to the couch and the blankets and the basket? And Mm -hmm. I, I do want those things. Yes. It does not take a long time at night, but it feels really heavy in the morning when it's not done. Yes, I understand. And so I wake up and I feel like I can start my day because quieted my house and therefore quieted my mind a little bit. Totally. And the other thing that I've been doing, which is semi-related to this, is I've been watching TV downstairs more at night. I used to go like straight upstairs. Yeah. But, and I like shut down the kitchen and I like reset the lighting for the TV watching. So instead of having all like the harsh overhead lighting. Okay. I understand. So like the living room area, I'll like dim the lighting a little bit. And then in the kitchen, I just put like the under counter lights. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is the transition from like busy dinner, homework, back forth to like, let's settle down and watch a show and relax in here. And the lighting really (laughs) sets the mood just to watch a show. The impact on like my relaxation is big. And then I have a lot of, this might be really tacky, but battery powered candles mm-hmm. and they all tick Why is that tacky? I don't know. I love them. Just like a soft little glow. So when the lights are dim, there's just all these little battery powered candles flickering. Uh-huh. And so I've got like the lights dim and the candles are flickering and the TV's on and a little snack. And that wind down routine helps me be more interested in going upstairs and getting into bed instead of walking upstairs, sitting in bed, watching TV for two hours. And then I got to like shut my brain off. Yeah. Interesting. I like the whole reset thing. I remember reading a bazillion years ago, a Martha Stewart article. And she was like, sweep every night after dinner. Mm. So like sweep your floor so you don't have to do it in the next day. And I was like, I would love to do that. But like, I'm tired, yo. I don't want to. I know. I don't want to do all that stuff at night. I'm tired at the end of the day. I am too. So, and I will say like, we're really good about like dirty dishes. Like for the most part, like everything gets washed. There's nothing like we're not, we don't leave like undone dishes in the sink. Yes. There's a cup here or there, but we're not leaving like a dirty pan, like on the stove all night long. No, neither are we. So I like the idea of like a clean, tidy kitchen, but like, here's my problem. And I'm pointing to your countertop like we have the same kind of thing yeah like everything just gets piled on that kitchen island Mm -hmm. and it's just always there and Mm -hmm. it drives me bananas i yes i hear you and that you know if you were to look around my house in the evening it's not a huge mess but little things have accumulated like Mm -hmm. someone's slippers are behind the couch and someone's homework's on the counter and someone's chromebook is charging and this and that there's cards out there's a game out and that i again don't do this every night because there are nights where i am too tired to consider it 
But usually as soon as I start doing it, I don't spend more than five or six minutes wiping down the counter, moving everything to the stairs, hollering at my kids to come downstairs and get their shit and take Uh it back upstairs. It doesn't happen every night. But when it does happen, I come downstairs and I'm like, look how nice my house looks. I was especially in the morning, I bet, like it makes the morning feel less chaotic. Well, yes. And then like, you know, we often work here. And if you're coming over and my house looks like crap, I get stressed out about that. You don't ever have to pick up your house for me to come over. I mean, I, I, I know that, but you know. Like, you don't want people coming into your house when you feel like your house isn't its best self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not deep cleaning the kitchen. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. wipe the stickiness off the counter, move the things back where they go. Right. That's all. Reset. A reset. Indeed. Here is something that I did last, well, at the end of last school year. Okay. I stopped following people on Instagram who- Out of obligation? Out of obligation, who made me feel- bad about myself uh, who were toxic Uh i just i either like blocked them muted them unfriended them like i eliminating that noise yes has made for such a healthier mind for me now i i am worried about like some of the fallout of that a little bit Uh i'm just afraid people are gonna be like you stop following me on instagram have they yet no they haven't but It's been very nice. And I encourage everybody, like if you're, I want to look at, and I know this is like so funny. If I want to look at my like social media and like feel good or be inspired or see good things happening in the world, I don't want to hear about politics. I don't want to hear about social things. I don't know. I just, I need it to be a different space for me. Yes. So I'm very happy that it has had a huge impact for me. Well, I read this note yesterday and then i was scrolling through instagram and i came across an account that never makes me feel good my reaction to this account is never positive and i just immediately unfollowed and this is a big account and i think i felt obligated or compelled to follow them thought that it might be a good exercise to spend a few minutes scrolling through your feed and as when you see people like what is your reaction like is it positive is it negative is it neutral and if there's people that you're constantly having a negative reaction to the content that they share or their account get it out of your feed yeah yeah i'm telling you why why am i following an account that makes me feel bad about myself every Mm -hmm. single time i scroll past it there's Mm -hmm. no reason for it get it Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. highly suggest doing it yes what is that called like a Social media cleanse. Yeah. We talked about this a minute ago. I love a to-do list. And I really like when I make a to-do list the night before or even making one Sunday night for the week. It takes all those ideas that are bumping around in my brain and puts them on paper. And so I don't sit in bed going, don't forget to do that. Don't Mm -hmm. forget to do that. Because I know it's on my list. It'll get taken care of. And much like resetting my kitchen at night, waking up to a list of things to do makes it so much easier to start my day instead of having to sit down and think about what I need to do and then prioritize those things. If I've got a list, I've got something to work from. And I don't feel that little mild panic in the back of my brain that I'm forgetting to do something Mm -hmm. because it's all written down. Yeah. See, the list just makes me anxious. Mm -hmm. It has the opposite effect on me. But I do see the need for it. Sometimes when I'm feeling very overwhelmed, I'll sit down and make a list. And that's just more of like a vomit to like get everything out. And then I can piece what I need to do together. But I can't, I just can't operate like that on a daily 
basis, but I admire people who can. Well, sometimes things take up more space in my brain than they take up in practice. Mm -hmm. Like I'll have this thing that needs to be done, which in reality is not going to take very long, but it has to get done. And so it's taking up way more brain space and energy than it needs to. And so getting it on paper is helpful to me. Cool. Speaking of, you know, carving out time to, I don't make a list, but I use Google Calendar. Do you use Google Calendar? I live and die by it. Me too. And so on Sundays or usually sometime on the weekend, sometimes it happens during the week, but I try to do it on the weekends, but I, I want to plot out all the stuff that's happening, right? Like I I do the calendar for the whole family, Mm -hmm. basically practice. And though I don't put my husband's stuff on there, like his work stuff, obviously, but like if he's out of town or whatever. And I just love, like, I can get a mental picture of, like, what the week looks like mm-hmm. when it's all dialed in on there. Mm-hmm. I just love it mm-hmm. so much. And I used to be, like, a hardcore, like, give me a paper calendar because Same. I need a visual. Well, now, like, that visual has just changed to, like, the Google calendar and I can just see it. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's at my fingertips, too, when I need it to be. And the whole family as well. It's at their fingertips as well. But I love just to set a little bit of time aside and make sure that like I, all the practices are on there, all the appointments are on there. And then I know where like I have space during the week. Yes. You know? Yeah. I, up until I had kids in two different schools, I was a paper calendar person. And then the second my son went to middle school, I had two school calendars to tend with and things got busier. Keeping a paper calendar just did not work for me. My, Google Calendar saves my life. Me too. And the ability to share calendars mm-hmm. and import a school calendar and all of that. Save yeah. an address or whatever. I love it. Yeah. And I like looking at the week and, oh, these are the things I need to do. Yeah. What day can I actually do that? Yeah, exactly. But then I found on the opposite and like I will like schedule something every single day. Mm. I don't like that. You need to schedule a day off. I know. Well, I always in my mind, I'm, I know like Mondays are a big hard no for anything because we have this yeah you know what I mean I can never make an appointment on a Monday Uh never Monday's my work day Monday's your work day yeah all right did you want to talk about random acts of kindness Mm -hmm. we're on the cusp of February yes and we have a really great blog post 28 days of random acts of kindness yeah and I think when we're talking about small small changes big impact like that's when I that's what I think of, like yeah. acts of kindness. Of course, the things I share today all have to do with me. Yeah, like how, yes, how can you impact your own life? But yeah. yeah, what's bigger so than I'm that? I'm like, let's look outside of that for a second. Like, yes. how can we impact someone else's life? I think that there's some really good ideas in that blog post. Yeah, I think we'll leave a link to it in the show notes. But the nice thing about that list is there's kind of big and small things, and there's a lot of things on there that don't cost anything. Mm -hmm. And by no means is it meant to be like a check all 28 of these things off. They're not applicable to everybody. But I do like the idea of thinking outside yourself and how can sending a letter to a friend in the mail make a difference? Right. How can leaving a bigger tip than you might normally right. make a difference. Yeah. So check that out. I think it will make you feel good too. I think Yes. That's, that's another nice impact. Yes. Well, let's take a quick break and come right back with Megan and Wendy approved. All 
All right, we're back with Megan and Wendy Approved, and this is a segment where we each share something we've been using and loving, and this week the theme is Valentine's Day candy. <laughs> I have to say, like, usually I saw yours first, and then I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to do the same. Usually our themed... They're not themed. ...items are accidental. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was in Target breaking my nose bend last week and stumbled upon the Valentine section in Target and they had two themed Haribo gummy mixes for Valentine's Day. They had the Be Mine mix. They actually had three. The Be Mine mix is X's and O's. It's fine. I bought it. I enjoyed it. They have their regular gold bears that are just like the red and the white. Mm -hmm. And then they had the Haribo Valentine's sweet and sour hearts. Now the sour do not have like that sour sugar on them. Mm -hmm. They just are a sour gummy. They're both strawberry flavored, and what I like about them is they're kind of dense. Mm -hmm. Like you know how a Haribo gummy bear is like a little bit tough to chew on. Yes, that these have <laughs> that, and I really enjoy them. And I only bought one bag, and I regret it, but they are available at Target, and they are delicious if you like a Haribo gummy. Are they like a small Valentine? Like, are they're they special for Valentine's size Day? Haribo gummy bag? Like the big square one. Yeah. They're slightly smaller because they're only a dollar. Oh, okay. But they're not like a, like a mini. They don't come in a multi-pack. Got it. That's what I was asking. Okay. Well, my candy is the Seas Candies Sour Hearts. So good. They're $9.50. What? I know. I didn't realize until I pulled it up here. I think about like four packs of them. Recently? Yes. And I mowed through them all. I oh. love them so much. I can't believe I didn't pull out a filling in my teeth. They're so good. Well, Wendy mentioned this. And on Friday, my kids and I had been at the orthodontist. And we come home and my husband's here. And he's like, oh, I got you guys a treat. And I'm telling you, all three of us thought the same thing. That he was going to like tell the kids, like, here's your laundry basket. I don't know. Like, it just guess what you get to do? And mm-hmm. like, we walked into the kitchen and he had gotten everyone's favorite sees candy. And for me, it was the sweet and sour Did you eat them? The Sour Hearts. I've eaten about half the bag. Well, I'm just reading this. It says approximately 66 per bag. I can just, in one second. How many servings does it say is in a bag? It doesn't. It doesn't. The Seas Candy Sours. Mm -hmm. They're Sour Stars in the summer. I like a lot. They have a sour for most seasons, but the stars might be my favorite, but the hearts are great. You don't like the Christmas ones? Are they trees? I can't remember. But I like the Christmas ones, and I like the stars in the summertime, and then I like these. They have bats at Halloween. Yeah, I don't ever buy those, and I think they have bunnies at Easter, and I don't ever buy those either. They're not as good. These ones are good. Lemon, cherry, and berry flavor, and they have that sugar, like, coating on them. Like a Sour Patch Kid, but it's a slightly finer sugar. It doesn't tear up your mouth quite as much. (laughs) This is so true. I've eaten so many Sour Patch Kids and like have my, the roof of my mouth has been so torn up. Yes. But these are delicious. They do have Sour Patch Kids hearts also, which I did buy. They are, they are also quite good. I have to look for this because 950 is a bank breaker. Yes. The Sour Patch Kids (laughs) gummy hearts are 10 ounces for $3.29. What's the weight on the... These are eight ounces. Oh, bang for your buck. Go get these. Yeah. I'll leave a link to those ones too in our show notes. They're easier to find too. You can get them at Target. Awesome. 
All right, everybody, thank you for listening to this episode of Long Story Short Podcast. If you loved this episode, we'd love for you to leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app. If you don't use Apple Podcasts and you want to let us know what you think, shoot us an email, DM us on Instagram, share us with your friends. Were you going to say something? I'm going to say goodbye. (laughs) Until next time, have a great week. Goodbye.